0: Welcome to the marketing minutes podcast. I'm your host Colby Klushman. I'm super excited to have you all here today. I'm excited to have our guest here. Um, he's a returning guest, uh, Spencer Thomas Spencer, Welcome back.
1: Hi, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be back. It's been a while, yep. but you know, I know we're all busy at Evenbound, but it's really, really a pleasure to, get to be back. So thanks for having me. Of
0: course. If you haven't heard our episodes with Spencer in the past, um, he is our director of paid media at Evenbound. And so we've had lots of conversations on the nitty gritty of Google ads and Facebook and LinkedIn ads and all that fun stuff. So that's not quite our topic today, but it's in that ballpark and something you certainly know a lot about. So let's just jump right into it. Um, Our question today is, which marketing attribution model should I use? I have some personal thoughts on marketing attribution, but you're the expert, so I definitely want to hear from you. Let's start with the basics. Can you explain what is marketing attribution and really why we should care about it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I love that. Start with the basics. So, um, you know, essentially, it's just figuring out where your traffic is coming from, right? Or essentially, like, which marketing efforts are impacting your overall goals the most in a very like kind of high level definition. Um, If you look at it from a reporting standpoint, it's kind of, uh, you know, they'll usually, when I say they, I mean like a reporting system like Google Analytics or HubSpot or something like that, break it down by channels. It's essentially identifying which channels are having the greatest impact or impacting your overall marketing objectives.
0: So the primary goal then of marketing attribution is to see like where things are being impacted. So are you typically looking at, Revenue? Are you looking at leads? Like from your experience, where do you see most people wanting to measure their marketing and like place that marketing attribution?
1: Sure. So I mean, it it really depends on what your marketing objectives are, right? If you're an e-commerce company and your goal is sales, um, like product sales, then obviously you're going to be like, all right, where are my pro- where are my sales coming from? Are they coming from my social media ads? Are they coming from my search ads? Are they coming from my organic placements? Um, and you really want to know you know, where to give credit to your sales and to your overall, um, to your conversion points, because you wanna know which efforts are working and where you wanna spend more of your time. Because obviously, like we know as marketers and digital marketers, is, there's an endless list of things that we could focus on and dedicate our time to. And attribution really helps identify what's been working and where to really put that time and effort to.
0: Yeah, there's an analogy an, an I like that's like, we you wanna know what channels are contributing to your success so then when you need to you can like put the gas on you know like
1: exactly like
0: pull those levers so and the, obviously that takes a lot of like testing and figuring out and I mean from my personal experience attribution can be tough like it's hard to get correct attribution and I think it's all a matter of how you look at it so when we talk about looking at attribution there's obviously different models what are some common like types of marketing attribution models that you use and maybe ones that you prefer over others.
1: Sure. So just a quick, um, rebuttal, like on what you just said, attribution is incredibly challenging in today's world, uh, for a number of factors, but mostly because people are so well researched in whatever they're doing because you know, the internet and Google have provided this, this wealth of information that there are so many different touch points and a buyer or customer journey nowadays that it's really hard. I shouldn't say it's a, it's really hard, like it's not impossible, but it is it is a challenge to really hone in on all those different touch points, so.
0: Before we jump into this next point, um, I feel like for those listening, I, I think it is important to know that you may never see like 100% accuracy in your attribution. Um, you kind of always have to take to take it with a grain of salt because even if from a digital perspective, we have perfect attribution, a user could see your billboard, and then click on a paid ad. And from a digital perspective, we're probably only seeing that paid ad attribution where you probably should give credit to that billboard as well. But like you said, there's so many touch points in a buyer's journey that it's really hard to get that accuracy. So with that, let's talk about the different types of attribution models you use. And maybe if you prefer ones over others.
1: Sure, sure, sure. So obviously, like you said, like i'm the paid media director at Evenbound, so a big focus of mine is paid advertising right um or you know paid media from paid social or google search and things like that so um because that's where a lot of i i say that because that's where a lot of my point of view is going to come from um but you know the first two common ones models are going to be like your first and last touch attribution models those are just like what they sound you know if you have it set to first touch then that's going to be based off of like that first click right so for example, if you know a user is searching, you know for a, a keyword that you're targeting uh, in a Google search campaign, and they click on that Google search ad first, uh, and then they go to your website, look at the product. It doesn't matter what else they do in this buyer's journey. That first click is going to get the credit, all the credit, 100 percent of that of that credit for the purchase or whatever they end up doing. Um, so, and then the opposite of that last click is just that no matter what happened in that buyer's journey it the only attribution that matters is what they did last before they did that action in this case it would be a purchase so um you know uh let's say that they came through a google search ad then they came back through a social media ad and then at the end of that they came back through an organic placement uh and did ultimately did their purchase that or that last organic placement is the only thing that matters in this attribution model so um now there's There's a lot of other kind of multi-touch attribution models. Um, One pretty common one is time decay. Uh, I actually like this one. It's kind of fun. Um, So this it's, and again, they're very self-explanatory It things decay over time. Right? So uh, let's say like you have um, your first one, social media, someone clicks on a social media ad, then they come back and click on a paid search ad Uh, and then they come back and click on an organic. So that's three. Um, The last one that they click on is organic. So that's going to get the most credit, right? So let's say that would get 50% of the of the credit. And then that second click is going to get 30% and then that first click is going to get like 20% or something like that. So I think that math adds up something like that, but you know, it makes sense. We're
0: breaking down this attribution into decimals now, like like a half yep. point, a quarter of a point, things like that.
1: Yeah, I like to look at it as a percentage. I think it's just easier, but it's really like, if you're going to look at it from a whole number of one, then yeah, it'll break it down by like 0. 0.25 or, it's it's nice when it's in like somewhat of an easy number to understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, sometimes there are so many touch points in you know a user or buyer journey. Like I don't know about you, but I probably look at a product maybe three or four times before I purchase it. Sure. Um, maybe even more than that, you know, if it's a if it's a cool pair, pair of pair shoes or something. Like I don't know. <laughs> so uh, especially like travel too, like travel, those are so there's so much research that goes into that. There's so many different touch points. So mm-hmm. Um, another, another cool attribution model is going to be like a U shaped, it's U shaped attribution and no matter what it's the first and last click that get the most credit. So, you know, if it's going to be like a paid ad that's first and then there's a bunch of like social media in the middle and then maybe that last click is going to be like an organic ranking or something like that. It's going to be that first click on the paid ad and then the organic ranking that gets the most credit in that U shaped attribution model. Um, then after that, this is kind of the big one is data-driven. Um, data-driven is it involves machine learning. So this is kind of like, you know, and for example, Google, they kind of keep it behind the curtain a little bit. All we know is that there's machine learning and then there's a bunch of different factors that that like, kind of fall into play. Um, so, you know, a lot of those things are probably like your typical user experience, like, you know, time on page, like how, like which session did they spend the most time on the site? How quickly were they to, you know, act? How, which channel do they travel through the most? All those kind of factors is like kind of data driven. So data driven is important because those are the default nowadays for um, Google ads and GA4. We all know the big GA4 migration is coming up in a couple of weeks here. So it's important to note that. Um, and like, if you don't go through and change anything that's how your attribution models are gonna be set uh, if you're using those two big platforms. So, um, and like I said, like there it's a little bit behind the iron curtain over there. Uh, and in Google and you know other places too. So uh, we don't know all the factors, but we kind of know how it works. And you know, I've been using data data driven attribution now for a couple of years, and it it's worked itself out. Like that is probably one of the go to ones. That and um, from a paid ad standpoint, I also really like to use like first click attribution too. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, that kind of leads me into my next question. So. I'm sure because there are so many different types of attribution models, it's not a one size fits all for a business. And it probably depends, like you said, about uh, on like your marketing objectives and your goals. So if you're a business, how do you recommend people think about finding the right attribution model for themselves? Like what should they consider in that um, process?
1: The very first step for that is you got to figure out your customer journey and really have a good understanding of like that in your target audience. Like Understand like what they're like and of course every online experience every user is unique um, but like, you know, if you're if you know your target audience and your customer journey, you know how often and what channels they're going to be using um, How many touch points are probably going to happen in that you know that purchase or conversion journey. Um, so you really have to understand just what interactions to expect uh, from that um, and then also Use the tools. I mean there are plenty of attribution tools that you can test that you can literally compare the different attribution models nowadays Um, and you can even follow like your actual like a customer journey or a user journey throughout a conversion point in ga4 um, and hubspot too so uh, study the data before you really rely on one but honestly like i'm i am constantly checking different attribution models um i like i said i usually look at first click a lot because it's from an ad perspective and we do a lot of advertising on Google Search, so Google Search is typically people's first stop in any customer journey because they if the intent is so high, people are actively researching. Um, and then also, I like to look at last click a lot too because I want to know where people went when they finally we finally got them over the hump, you know, whatever the conversion goal was. Where, what hat like what channel did they use which a lot of times that falls into direct unfortunately <laughs> which is like Google's thing for like oh they they might have typed in your URL or we just couldn't figure it out but usually it's like something like that um but then again like the data driven one too because you know Google's algorithm or AI will figure that out and gives credit where credit is due you know so uh, I like those ones as well but just use the tools there's different model comparison tools I think those are the best place to look too.
0: Yeah, I like that. So shop around a little bit, get comfortable with some different models and see which one works best for you.
1: Absolutely. It's even helpful, to like if you're actively reporting, report on different attribution models. Like, you know, like, hey, like our social ads impacted our, you know, last click attribution greatly, but, you know, they weren't where people were clicking first. And that that's important just to understand the user journey.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Spencer, this was super helpful. Um, before we wrap up, are you open to people reaching out on LinkedIn, if they have questions or just want to connect with you on, uh, on that level?
1: Yeah, 110%. Hit me up on LinkedIn on the inbox. I will always look. If you're trying to sell something, uh, it might be a little <laughs> bit of a delayed response, but if you have an honest question, I'm here for it.
0: Yeah, cool. <laughs> awesome. And um, I'll link your uh, LinkedIn in our uh, description or bio. So cool. Well, thank you so much again. Uh, super great to have you back on. Hopefully we can have you on um, for future episodes as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure.
0: And thank you all for spending a few minutes with us today. Please feel free to rate us five stars on Apple podcast and Spotify, and we'll talk to you next time. See ya.